This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, and thank you for listening to Roadshow, a transport topics podcast that brings you insights from the major industry events that are helping to shape the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to take you to Phoenix from McLeod Software's 2023 user conference held back in September. One of the major themes at that conference was fine-tuning your operation during today's down freight cycle so you're better prepared to capitalize when the market turns. To dig into that topic and other news from the conference, I spoke with CEO Tom McLeod about his main takeaways from the show. Let's play that interview now. We're here in Phoenix at McLeod Software's 2023 User Conference. I'm very happy to speak with the CEO of the company, Tom McLeod. Thank you, Tom, for taking some time out of your very busy uh, conference schedule here to have this conversation. Thank you, Seth. It's great to be here. Yeah, so one of the uh, questions that uh, has come up recently over the past year or so, uh, of course, we're in a softer freight market right now. Truck capacity has loosened up considerably since the 2021 timeframe when we had this, this, this freight bonanza and everybody was lo- looking for a truck. Uh, now we're in a very different situation you know, a year, year and a half later with uh, uh, clearly a slower freight market. And that raises some interesting questions about how carriers and freight brokers are using software and business intelligence to really optimize efficiency, really maximize their profitability at a time when uh, the market is soft. So maybe just speak to the ways that some of your customers are using their software, using their uh, the data that they're collecting about their operations to you know, be as efficient as possible at a time when you know, margins can be tight and you know, the market out there is, is not as favorable as it was just a couple years ago. Well, certainly um, it's you know, more difficult to be selective in the freight you're going to haul when you're just glad to have, in some cases, right. any load at all uh, to go and pick up. But we do have some customers that are taking advantage of uh, things being a little bit slower in order to really closely examine their freight network and to look at the places, even in the busy times when things were really not very profitable in certain lanes. Really, um, truck company in the future is gonna have to be very smart and very selective about the freight that they haul. Even when freight is slow, there is still, uh, you still don't wanna haul freight that you're losing money on, right. you know, good market or, or, or bad and developing the uh, pricing discipline to understand your costs and understand the, uh, the, the rates that are competitive uh, in each one of the lanes that you're accepting is very important, again, for the trucking company of the future to stay competitive. So an interesting follow-up to that uh, topic, I think, is when business is slow, on one hand, you know, as you put it, it's a good opportunity to fine-tune your operations and you know, look at ways to improve your processes so you're really laying that foundation for when the market turns and you are busy again. Uh, but at the same time, you know, a lot of these companies are a little bit cash-strapped. They're, they've been tightening their belts a little bit. So what have you seen in terms of technology uh, adoption and investment the last year or so, uh, again, in the softer uh, market condition when, you know, yes, it's an opportunity, but only if you have the, the wherewithal to, to do that planning? Well, you know, times were really good for everybody up through uh, about the you know first at least the, through the first quarter of last year, 
And really what we are seeing is that the better managed companies are taking advantage of uh, things being a little slower to improve their operations. Uh, they didn't spend everything they made, you know, when times were good. They, uh, you know, stored up some capital for investment uh, for just such a time as this. And many times it is, you know, a large, some, sometimes larger companies or, again, better managed companies um, that take advantage of this time and um, that um, are, again, making the most of it and making improvements uh, in their operations. And really one thing we're trying to do at this conference is to help all of our customers, you know, learn better management techniques. A lot of the sessions that we'll have uh, only tangentially related to software. We're trying to develop the companies uh, to be uh, more resilient in the marketplace and to help improve their operations overall. Sure, and speaking of software development specifically, of course one of the, the mega trends that has been you know, really you know, prominent in the, the public discourse is AI and machine learning. Uh, and of course, you know, we can dive into that, you know, what really is AI and, and uh, where is it going, but uh, maybe just speak to how you view that at McLeod Software, how you're using uh, AI capabilities to, you know, now and in the future to, to continue to uh, look for ways to utilize all this data that companies are, are gathering on their operations and you know, make better decisions. You know, there's a lot of implications for, for business intelligence, but you know, speak to how you see AI and machine learning playing out now and in the future. Well, uh... It seems like the future all, always rolls out a little differently than we forecast. So we're just uh, still guessing. And really, AI and especially the generative transformer engines uh, are at the peak of the hype cycle right. Uh, right now. And it is quite amazing to see the uh, th uh, work product they can produce uh, just being asked uh, simple questions or even comp complex questions. Um, but really, uh, they form their answers by uh, analyzing massive amounts of data, and it takes enormous compute power uh, to get them there. And um, there'll they'll be a number of good use cases uh, within most businesses. Some of the routine customer uh, questions and correspondence can be, will eventually be handled. Um, you know, that's the end engine behind some of the chat right. bots that have gotten mm -hmm. pretty common to see on websites uh, these days. Uh, handling routine inquiries even from drivers, um, a lot of communication uh, can make things more efficient, allow for quicker responses. Uh, and right now that's the strength of those engines is the, uh, the conversational uh, aspects. Uh, it's been pointed out they're not very good at math for example. And many of the optimization problems that you have at a trucking company really is more based on math or fixed uh, uh, pre uh, preferences, a fixed number of parameters. And uh, there's you know, still several technologies that address that and not you know, strictly the AI you know, that we're talking about these days, you know, right. the, the uh, generative uh, pre-trained transformer engines that uh, just seem almost magical in their ability to respond. Yeah, and clearly there's some opportunity to you know, automate some of the more mundane and routine tasks, as you put it, but uh, once you get into the more management by exception, that's where you know, more and more, that's where the, the, the job will 
continue to rely on people who are experts, right? right. And then those those workers can focus on you know those more complex tasks, you know, and then their time is freed up you know, right. by the use of, of AI potentially. Right, and um, they, you know, the the generative engines rely on giving you an answer that is similar to answers that have been given in the past. So right. it's really relying on history. Uh, and unfortunately, when there's new stuff and there is no answer, those engines will make stuff, make something up. Yeah, you know, right. which is you get some bad answers. Kind of dangerous. Uh, yeah, in some ways. So it's important to be careful uh, and and you know check answers. Um, but it seems like that the uh, you know software makers producing those engines are also trying to be careful and cautionary. Uh, even that uh, the Chat GPT engine will only use information that's up to two years old. It's not using re recent information yet, but that will come in yeah. time. Hello, Roadside listeners. Dan Ronan here from Transport Topics. I'm here to tell you about our new extended cuts of the Roadsides podcast. If you like what you learn here, I think you're going to really love this. So what is the Roadsides extended cut? Well, instead of ending the recording and saying our guest farewells, we're keeping our expert guests around for an extra one or two questions to gather a deeper, fuller picture of the influential topics in transportation. We capture that insight and convert it into a printable download that will help you navigate the latest trucking trends and guide your next business decision. Considering the easy, linkable, and printable format, you can keep the extended cut for your next big meeting, send it to your friends and colleagues, or pack it up for your next big conference. So how do you get the latest download? Well, it's real simple. Visit ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. That's ttn.ws forward slash extended cut. Hey, Road Signs listeners. It's your man, Mike Freeze, here to tell you that the call-in lines are open. What does that mean, you may ask? Isn't this a podcast, not a radio show? You're correct, but we found a new way that you can call in and leave myself or my co-host, Seth Clevenger, a message. Leave us a message on new topics you'd like to hear more about or ask questions you may have about the trucking industry. Give us a ring at ttn.ws forward slash speak pipe. Yeah, so, of course, here at this uh, user conference is always a, a prime opportunity to talk about new product developments, new features that you've added uh, over the course of the past year. Uh, so, a few that you mentioned uh, this morning, you know, load match capability, uh, updated driver app, also a uh, freight rate predictor feature um, in your uh, Impact Pro um, uh, product. Uh, maybe just give us an overview of what you view as the, the highlights this year, some of the new functionalities and features you've added to uh, your, your product line um, recently. Yeah, well we're real pleased about their load match capability. We think that's an immediate win for customers to improve the planning and operations, um, make that run more efficiently and uh, help their utilization uh, of the equipment. Uh, I think we think most companies will be able to put that to work right away. Um, but the, uh, you know, our big effort internally right now is our move to the cloud with the uh, browser-based functionality, uh, and it's involving a, a complete re-engineering re of the workflows, user interfaces, uh, and we've accomplished that by engaging a, uh, a wide group of customers for their input and feedback. You know, we use agile uh, program and development um, 
method internally and so we can have some new things for uh, customers to look at every two weeks and so we've been getting great guidance and great input and that means the customers that are now up and running on the new platform are also giving us good report. Yeah, and you've found a way to make this migration hopefully as seamless as possible for your customers is not just a flipping of a switch, right? It's a, a gradual migration right, to, right, to yeah. cloud-based based modern IT Yeah, there's, there's still some learning involved and, yeah. you know, humans, we learn at the same speed that we used to and uh, so that's, a, that's an important part of, uh, you know, navigating the change. Uh, but as you mentioned, on the data science uh, standpoint, we are doing a lot more with rating information, looking to put the right rates in front of the decision makers uh, at the right time to help, help in making better uh, rate decisions, uh, whether it's for uh, you know, responding to a bid or responding to a, a spot quote. Uh, and that's really helping uh, companies to maximize their return in the marketplace, and that will be very important going forward. The companies that really take advantage of the uh, rate information and make better decisions in that area will, will be in a much stronger competitive position. So. Yeah, I think that's very timely given the current market as well, uh, but of course you always benefit from better decision making, you know, just right. to maybe you feel it a little bit more when right. times are a little slower. Uh, you know, another topic that uh, I wanted to, to bring up is cybersecurity. You know, you mentioned uh, a year ago at this conference that uh, you were seeing a, a downtick in some of the big ransomware attacks that, of course, uh, you know, the industry had been seeing far too often. That's not to say that they've disappeared, they're still out there, but uh, maybe just speak to that trend and, and what do you think is uh, driving some of that improvement uh, in, in this reduced frequency of you know, high profile uh, ransomware attacks that can shut a company down for extended periods right. of time? Well, as uh, several years ago, we were seeing about one company a week you know, be, you know, succumb to a cyber attack where there was typically ransomware involved. Uh, and over years time, uh, I, I said that's only, you know, four or five percent of our customer base, but that's still way, way too many. And thankfully by about a year ago, that had dropped uh, to maybe one a month. Uh, at this point, it's maybe once every month or two do we see this type of attack happen. A lot of times that can happen uh, when uh, a user within a company clicks on a bad email, you know, a phishing attempt uh, promising to uh, a free offer from Amazon or click here <laughs> to track your package um, and, uh, you know, plants a payload that eventually uh, is taken advantage of. Uh, but through better education, through better uh, software security practices, we've really seen the um, uh, level of incidents come down to just once every uh, month or two. Still very important to maintain that uh, vigilance and maintain the you know good practices. But through education efforts on you know our part and, and others, uh, those practices has, have improved as well. Yeah, well, and I think awareness is certainly much higher than it was you know just a few years ago. Yeah, and yeah. the word has gotten out, and right. you know, best practices have permeated the industry to some extent, yeah, yeah. and and that. That alone um, is a is a big step, I think, for the for the industry to protect itself. Um, not that that ever threat that threat ever really goes away. Right. Um, you know, one point that you you made this morning uh, during your uh, you know your opening comments, uh, you were encouraging your customer base to stay informed uh, about emerging technologies, uh, whether it's uh, autonomous trucks or electric trucks, you know, hydrogen fuel cell technology. 
these are technologies that are emerging. You know, battery electric trucks are out there now in, in small numbers, and you know, some of these other examples are still you know in the earlier phases. But uh, why do you feel it was important to you know encourage your your customers to you know stay on top of what's happening and what they could see in the coming years? Well, um, I, I think that's a great use of time, uh, taking time to get educated, to study more and learn more. Uh, right now, as some of these technologies are still very early in the cycle, uh, people can spend more time with their suppliers to get educated. Uh, they can spend more time with their customers uh, and gauging their level of interest in these technologies. Uh, many many uh, companies, many shippers are interested in doing business with uh, carriers that are uh, lowering their carbon footprint. You know, because the shipper can get credit for that uh, in markets they participate in as well. So gauging the level of interest and seeing where there's opportunity and then planning where your company might fit in terms of implementation. You know, for a local company to uh, implement electronic vehicles, for example, there's got to be enough charging stations sure. uh, in the area that might be served in, in order to make that efficient. So learning what's involved there uh, you know, what's, what would be involved in setting up your own charging station, what would be involved uh, in doing local pickup and delivery, uh, you know, uh, before you, you know, go long haul uh, with some of those vehicles. That planning uh, takes a little time, and this is a great time to be doing that. So. Yeah. Uh, final question I'll leave you on, Tom. Uh, I think that if you look back maybe a decade or so, it's uh, uh, it was common for at least outsiders uh, of the industry to, to view trucking as a bit of a technology laggard, you know, usually not you know, the first to adopt emerging technologies. But I mean, if you look over the past you know, 10 years in particular, all the growth from companies like McLeod that have been in this industry for a long time, the emergence of all these startups entering uh, the industry uh, with new technologies, uh, do you think it's appropriate to, to kind of shed that tag as a you know, technology laggard? Is that no longer appropriate? Um, or to what extent is that appropriate for today's industry? Well, certainly the companies have the opportunity to be at the <laughs> forefront of technology because there's plenty uh, of options available. Uh, yes, I'd, I'd say that any characterization of trucking industry being a laggard was really a mischaracterization, uh, even at the time, uh, going back 10 or 15 years, I mean, my goodness, doctor's offices were, you know, way behind. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, in many industries, you know, it takes a while for, um, you know, newer technology to really transform the industry from within. But we're definitely at that point in the trucking industry right now, and that's everything from information technology uh, to the truck technology to communications with shippers, a lot of that being automated. Uh, trucking is as well positioned to take advantage of technology as any other industry. Uh, on the, on the planet. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. As you've heard during this podcast, trucking and logistics companies are still facing headwinds in a slow freight market. But sometimes when business is slower, it's an ideal time for companies to implement technology and improve their business processes and decision-making to lay the foundation for future growth. McLeod Software's 2023 User Conference in Phoenix served as a reminder of the business opportunities that exist 
even when freight market conditions are challenging. Ultimately, it's easier to manage change and focus on improving your operations while business is relatively slow rather than trying to do so when it's a struggle just to keep up with the demand. So now is the time to prepare for that next freight boom whenever it arrives. Roadshow will be back soon to share more insights from future industry trade shows. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.